Ah! <laughs> You're one cute motherfucker, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am I'm so much crazier than I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Let's stay, big boy, huh? That's bright. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Great. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Facing Off, a podcast where we compare two like movies against one another using our really cool rating scale. I am Layla, one it's of your hosts, dope. and I am joined by my co-hosts, Nick and Gabe. Hello, Gabe. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Hi, I'm Gabe, and Nick uh, is out of breath because he oh? is doing the predator noise. Wait. Oh. oh, it's in the room with us. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, how you doing, boys? Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. I must say. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to talk about these two movies? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Does a yeah. predator kill someone in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have come up with something better than that. Oh, boy. Does a predator eat prey? Does a prey do- get dead? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Really killed that. We're not um, doing well. Yeah. Nick, do you want to tell us about these two movies we're comparing this yeah. with? Yeah. We're doing Predators, plural, versus Prey. The 2010 movie Predators, by the way. It is 10? Yes. Okay. So it is around the same time as you were right. Yeah. A couple Gabe's years before right. House of Cards. <clears throat> Gabe's always right. Uh, predators versus Prey because Predators and Prey are both sort of singular offshoots in the Predator franchise. They, oh, I can click with my mouth, but not with my pen. Yeah, not with the pen. I, no one wants to listen to that shit. <laughs> um, yes, they're offshoots. And they're, they don't have, they're unlikely to have sequels. They don't have sort of prequels. They're just sort of one-off, uh, almost like bottle episodes in this franchise of movies that generally has sequels or some sort of storytelling going on and then there's also the movie the predator which is awful and we won't uh we won't ever talk about that <laughs> oh the predator is the one it's by shane black so bad so, so no bad. one freaks out at us about you maybe confusing them about predator no which is the first it's one. also that's, that's also an option yeah we're not going to talk about that movie we're going to well, talk about the Predators. predator was kind of more like it is an offshoot but it's kind of more of like a reboot like mm-hmm. it's a remake of it Whereas it's these like a, two are in like the same con. universe, but like yeah. a, their own separate creative gritty takes on it. Yeah. And they kind of add to the lore of the Predator franchise in unique ways. Um, and other than that, I mean, storytelling wise, they're not the stories aren't super similar. But, Mm-mm. you know, they're about as similar as any other Predator movie yeah. is going to be. Yeah. Fabulous. Um, I will obviously be moderating this episode so these boys can have some fun. Um, just a refresher. We do have hey, our... To be fair, both of the movies have a female lead, so <laughs> it ain't just a boy movie. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Layla. I, okay. I, wow, I retract yeah, you... my statement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but just as a refresher... Layla, Layla hates girl bosses. Let it be known. Yeah. Yeah, Here. that's true. It's been exposed <laughs> on the pod. this. Yeah. <laughs> exposed. It's true. 
Um, all right, let's get started. So uh, just a refresher for those of you that haven't been back for a while. If you haven't, you suck, but we love you. Um, our rating scale is out of seven. One and being if you're new, we love you even more. Even more. Hello, yeah. welcome. Um, our rating scale is out of seven. One is absolute horseshit and seven is the best ever. Um, so let's go ahead and just get started. You boys ready? The apex brother. Yes. Yeah, I, Nick I put, put down pen. his pen, so we're good. <laughs> He's ready stop. to go. <laughs> I can't stop clicking it. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, let's start. Uh, let's gonna kick off with originality. Um, so ori- whoa, whoa. <laughs> originality. Um, just for those of you who don't know, is mostly just whether this film needed to be made. Is it an original thought? Is it based off of other content? Um, and does it take the content and do something different with it? So let's start with Prey, Nicholas begin okay pray queen like slay yeah no i yeah i get it yeah uh so pray uh, was recently released on hulu um and is I, i mean in terms of the predator franchise pretty it's it's as close to the first one, I guess, as any of the other movies are, because what? it is just so simple. It's like oh yeah, sure. yeah. It's literally just like the the predator is here, and someone needs to kill it, or it's going to kill everybody because it's hunting you. Um, but I mean, like in terms, like to take a franchise that is as, I mean. I don't know. What do you what do you think of the Predator franchise, Gabe? Uh, Sum it up in like two, three words. It's really tough, but it's like a sci-fi shoot 'em up action franchise. Yeah, where you have like the biggest badasses in the world face off against the biggest badass in the galaxy. And it that is was really well done off the cuff, by the way. Yeah, thanks, dude. Killed it. I used to freestyle. <laughs> it ranges. So you got this like range from like corny to badass. With some super bad writing and some like really mediocre writing, but it doesn't really get past this threshold of like, how can we make this any more creative? And they haven't done anything with this franchise that is any sort of has any sort of merit since maybe Aliens versus Predator, hmm. because those kind of add a bunch of lore to the Predator like creature. Yeah, Prey. I'm gonna give a six two because not Ooh, only. Dude, not only are you taking this franchise, rebooting it back up with like a super simple story, but with a really creative setting and a lot of like very obvious like passion and care taken in making that setting authentic, and then also having a lot of passion and care in making the Predator um, do something slightly different than it has before, but it, but also like inserting it into this like setting that is so like vivid and real, mm-hmm. and like they just it just didn't need to it didn't need to be made. I don't think so. I'm not going to give it a seven. Like I don't think you needed to take the Predator franchise and be like, oh hey, for sure, look at all this like cool shit we can do with this. But <laughs> it's us. very cool and. I mean, give me, give me more. Give me samurai predators. Give me, <laughs> give me like anything, dude. 
That's what we give need. Me like, <laughs> give me ancient Egypt and the Predator. I want like the Predator like with the mummy and predator, like predator all together. the people in The Departed. Yeah. <laughs> like mob. Yeah. They're like, we have a unified villain that we need to go against. It unites oh, so the whole all world. all the mobs feel like a rival, but with mobs, yeah. but with the Predator instead of And the just big, like, like Mark Wahlberg's obelisk. attitude against it. <laughs> so I'm My theory of six. Predators is they're like mushrooms. Feed them shit. There's like a lot the we, I can talk about that I'm going to talk about in other yeah. like parts about why this movie is original and like creative and, and um, like valuable, but I'll, I'll give it a six. All right. Gabe? Gabe, Gabriel. So this episode goes out to these dudes on Letterboxd that I follow, and they follow me, uh, Sutter Kane. What up, yo? Um, because <laughs> I – so Sutter, like me and him, go back and forth with – I don't know who this person is. Seems pretty cool. We go back and forth and like, like each other's reviews. It's a very cute thing. Um, but I commented on his review of it. And because I commented on it, I saw other like responses and there was like a big discussion on that of like, is Prey, you know, worth its hype uh, for Predator fans and then for other people? And I think like those need to be distinguished because I don't I'm not personally a fan of the Predator movies because I just don't like that's not my style of action. And that's just not my style of movie personally. Um and I like I think they're really fun for people that just like want something to like turn their brain off, but also like they're they're creative in terms of like the weapons and like what's happening. I mean, it's a in genre them. film. Like it's very sci-fi yeah. and very fantastical. So it makes sense that it might not be up everyone's I, alley. I think like I like a genre film that's sci-fi that's like maybe like exploring like ideas and stuff in the science fiction universe. Mm. Like a a little bit of a deeper thing. Whereas like I know like action movies, especially 80s action movies, like they deserve their fans. And I do like them. Predator tries to be, I think. Doesn't doesn't work. But I could talk about why. So for like with this one in particular – I think it deserves a lot of originality just for hooking someone like me in who's right. not fully into those yeah. movies. I, I like, I've, I'm entertained by them, but I don't like love them. And it's pretty awesome that we have an action movie, let alone a predator movie where there's a main character that we actually care about. <laughs> and that has like a companion. We don't want to die. Like, whereas like all these were just like fine with everyone else dying, but the main character mm-hmm. and I mean, I think that, like, deserves some credit. And I also, I like, to be fair to the Predator movies in general, each of them, like, even, like, Alien vs. Predator and, like, other ones, each of them are creative in their own ways. They're, right. they're doing something new with the concept. Like, even the original one was doing something new with the 80s action. Yeah. Um, the second thing Predator that we're does something totally different. Yeah, Yeah, like each of them are doing something, whether it works or doesn't. Like Alien versus Predator is still doing something. A lot. I I just think the idea of a more grounded and then like bringing in history, yeah, uh, like a historical aspect to it, especially after we get that Shane Black one that's just like dumb and doesn't really add much to anything. Because it's so yeah uh, uh, buzzword. Everyone, do you ready to take a drink? Uh, it's, it's so ham-fisted. Yeah. <laughs> and this it movie is. is, dude, Prey is not that. It's also, there's a ton of metaphor in it. 
Yeah, and I, I honestly that pushes it up for me. Like even like something so simple as like I actually love the title of this movie, and I like that they're kind of flipping Very it cool. to uh, a certain extent onto like what the other side is instead of like here are like these apex predators out here and stuff. Um, I will say, uh, I thought just the ending in general, the way that she kills the predator, was really earned. And I love that in this movie because, like, I think it's really awesome that you have, like, these super soldiers like Arnold Schwarzenegger and, like, Adrian Brody, which we'll talk about in a bit, where they're, like, it's funny to call them that. But, like, yeah, yeah. in the, their characters, they're, like, super soldiers. And, like, you could believe that they can outsmart a predator based on that. But it's kind of, like, you just have to accept the fact that they're like that. This one is, like, here's a whole movie where you're going to understand how this girl could outsmart this predator because like here's how she learns all these things and here's how she takes her experiences and adds to that. And I think that really works. And I love like one other original thing is I really love this new score that they have for it. It's like the first predator movie that doesn't really use the original score. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of mega Predator fans were not happy about that, and that's why they don't like this movie this much because it doesn't have like even like moments where it just does the Predator theme that they could have done. But like, I don't really care about that. I don't want. We've heard it a million times. Like, we don't. It, this is its own thing. So I think it's still paid respect while um, carving a different path. And I'm going to give it a six. Nice. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to Predators then. Gabe, do you want to keep going? Yeah, sure. I mean, this one is, like, a little bit easier for originality. So, like, again, all these are definitely unique. And I think this one is certainly unique. And it's, like, yeah, I'm I'm happy that it exists. I think it's, like, a decent enough idea to exist. You know, like, if they already decided there were going to be Predator movies, I think it's kind of cool to do these, like, one-off ones that, that work. I think it's like a revamp take on pre- on the like franchise. So I like I like the way it looks and it feels. Um, but I gotta say, like in general, this movie falls into like a ton of shitty writing pitfalls and like really unfortunate cliches. And it kind of hurts what is unique and creative about the movie. Like I think it it understands what is entertaining about the original one and even like predator two, but it like tries to be different and doesn't at all like end up being different. You know what I mean? Like it's still just as dumb and not in like the good ways. Like predator is like, like actually kind of just like a fucking awesome movie where you don't really have a lot of nits with it. So like, for instance, like one of the cliches that I absolutely hated watching was like, and this came out in 2010, so it's not, like, that long ago. But, like, the first two people to die, of course, are the Mexican guy and the African warlord guy. Yeah. That's, those are the first mm. people to die. And then we're stuck with all white characters for the rest of it. But in, and then one, like, one Yakuza guy, which makes no sense because he's in a fucking suit. Like, I know we need this really sick scene with him later where, with the sword fight, which I'll talk about in Spectacularity. <laughs> yeah, really cool. But like, <laughs> But, like, he's wearing a suit and has a fucking pistol, and he's one of the people that survives. And, like, 
I don't need Danny Trejo in the movie at all or the or all of it. Like, I think he's fun for it and I think it's like appropriate for it. And it's funny that he reached out to Robert Rodriguez and was like, what the fuck? I heard that you made a character like me, but you didn't ask me to be in this. Um, but I just like, I, it's really ridiculous that everyone else is like light skinned. Uh, and it's just, it's like the movie shoots itself in the foot in the foot way too early and i actually think mahershal ali's character is actually one of like the cooler characters too yeah um but then it's like and then they're like but wait at least we're gonna bring in Lawrence fishborne out of nowhere which like if you haven't seen this movie sorry we should have said spoiler alert at the beginning but like he's a a fantastic cameo it just comes out of nowhere (laughs) and he really fits the movie but then they kill him right afterwards so like he still dies before any of the fucking white characters die um and yeah. it's just <laughs> yeah it's, it's tough <laughs> that but it's, it's like that's just like written. one specific thing i don't yeah. even mean to sound like you know the woke person that's like changing 2010 action movie culture but like i just think that this movie for how creative it's trying to be doesn't really like stick the landing and of everything else which is it which is funny because it comes at a time where they just tried to reboot the franchise with the avp movies which are not good they yeah but they're like re- purposefully like not good they like add a bunch of like lore to the predator like um species which is called i believe it's pronounced yautja <laughs> it's y-o-u-t-j-a yeah it is yeah i don't know yautja <laughs> Could be. I hope you're right. I hope that's actually it. Uh, they like those movies are bad. Yeah, but they're also they're like bad in a different way than this one is bad. But like this one also falls into the same like we're gonna, just gonna write the movie super. It just seems like it's written really fast or something. Like it's just yeah. not. There's just so many. There's a bunch of dialogue that's weird. Like you said, it's just like really cliche. In, in the way that like things happen and and like who dies first and uh, it's just messy. It's really messy. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So the main thing is like at, at the bare minimum, like I'm fine with this being made in the franchise, and it is unique and it does stand out in its genre and in the Predator franchise. But like it's so messy. And it has so many cliches that I have to give it at least slightly below average. So I was going to give it a three. Okay. Out of seven. I went ahead and gave it a four. Um, because I think that like their heart was in the right place. Mm. <laughs> I think that like rebooting the franchise and making it similar to the first one, but also adding this like twist to what's happening and this sort of... You know what's wild? It's kind of the plot of yeah. one of the versions of Avengers Secret Wars. Oh. <laughs> Where they just take like villains and, and, yeah, and everyone yeah, totally. and put them on a planet and fight. Yeah. But it's like <sighs> Layla, like, if you don't know, like, like this movie is like it's not like a predator comes to a planet to Are Earth. you talking about predators? It's, I've seen predators. Yeah, we're talking Oh, you've seen yeah, predators. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. With Adrian, With Adrian Brody. Brody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. I like how you guys keep bringing up Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. you know Adrian Brody. After every time with yeah, with Brody, but like he's shredded. This one's like shredded. No, this This is Adrian Adrian Bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's like so many (laughs) things in this movie that are 
<laughs> awesome. Like just so awesome in like a pure testosterone sort of way. And there are it's also so many it. things in this movie that are just like, oh, you really fucking botched that. Like there's so many ideas and they're so cool and so interesting. And then they just kind of like, they don't get to 90%. They like kind of get to like 78%. And then you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's just about as high as we'll go. And so I just kind of think it's average. Um, I do think that their heart was in the, the right place and like it is, you know, a cool way to reboot things, but they didn't do anything else with it. Um, this is just a one-off. Yeah. And so it's not, you know, it's not nearly as creative as Prey. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. But it could have been. Alrighty. Um, we're moving on to the next category. So Sick. let's do eye candy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <just laughs> Um, let's stay with Predators. Um, Nicholas, kick us off. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, it's 2010. So, put yourself put in your shoes in 2010. 2010. Just graduated high school. For the uh, 12-year-olds listening, so sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got so many of those. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> what if we did? Um, hey, the CW's main base is did, did white I send you that? men that are 58 years old. Oh, yeah, I was I flipping that. out when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not, there's not a whole lot in the movie that's, like, visually very stunning. It's very much just like Predator. Um, the setting is a jungle. Uh, you don't really like you get to see what I think is really cool about the predator franchise is it's a, it's a very simple idea for like a sci-fi movie or like a creature mm-hmm. and also a very blank slate. Yeah. And where I, what I was saying about the movie, not like having this really good idea and then not maximizing the potential of it. Like, the way that visually you could represent what is happening in this movie, they just don't do it. They choose instead to to tell you what is happening. For example, Lawrence Fishburne says, the big ones and the little ones are like in a war or something. And then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what are the little ones? The little like There's dog two, things? No, like there are two types of predator, hmm. like super predators. Is the one that's tied and, to like, the tree? Smaller, like more a smaller the ones one? that are bigger and more reptilian, and ones that are smaller and more humanoid. Oh, yeah. But did we, we see any of the humanoid no, ones? Oh, you don't. You don't see what he's <laughs> talking about. He just tells you, and the movie does that over and over instead of choosing to Visualize show it. you yeah. all of these things. Like you can have. Another example is um, there's a really cool element of this movie where there's a predator that has fallen out of grace with the rest of its like little tribe yeah. and like plays a pivotal role in the movie. They don't show you why he's up there. They could. It could be really cool. It's, but they kind of, I feel like, are trying to steer away from what AVP did and have all of this like, like extra lore. Yeah. They just choose not to do that and instead write it in and tell you. So they don't... like. It's not that any of the visuals are bad. It's just that they ch- they don't show you stuff that really could be very interesting. Mm. That being said, 
there are some fight scenes that are just full on testosterone fueled, just badassery. Yep. There's a samurai sword fighting scene. Dude. The way that Adrian Brody takes him out in the end is sick. Like, there's some cool stuff. Um, uh, so, I- I'm at like a four. Okay. I also don't think that there's anything like CGI wise that just like takes me super out of it. There is a scene where they look at the skyline and it is fucking ridiculous looking, but you know, it's 2010. Yeah. Well, this is tough because yes, it is 2010, but like just doing like a cursory glance at what came out in 2010, we have Inception, (laughs) we have Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, Tron Legacy, which I think is actually visually insane. Um, like for people not liking that movie, I'm actually one of the like few that really likes Tron Legacy. But like Joseph Kaczynski is a really smooth filmmaker, as we've seen with Top Gun Maverick. But like, there's those two. I'm pretty sure the Social Network was that year. Like, there are really good visual movies that year. And to be fair to this movie, it was only made. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite (laughs) years in. Ever uh, for movies, um, but uh, this movie, like to its credit, was made with forty million dollars, which is mm-hmm. actually pretty impressive, mm-hmm. considering that it had like a pretty big cast. Yeah, like most of them were not famous at the time, except no. for Adrian Brody had just won like an Academy Award a few years before. But like, I don't know, forty million, I, I definitely respect. And yeah. I think at the time when it came out, it was just like very sleek and gritty compared to like the other Predator sequels that had yes, come out. Totally. Like, I remember the trailer for Predators coming out and it being in the jungle, and it just like you didn't know that it was a Predator movie until the very end of the first like teaser trailer, and mm. it it looked really cool, like the fog rolling in and stuff. Like it looked visually dope. I don't think like. Now I can go back and say, like, it's that unique visually, especially in its genre and just, like, you know, listing out some of the movies of that year. It's kind of tough to do that. I will say, like, the jungle set piece is very, like, cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I like everything that's filmed in the jungle until they get to, like, what looks like actual, like, soundstage set pieces where you have, like, where the where the one predator is like tied to the tree and the campfire like it just looks so staged and dumb yeah and lame and i don't think a lot of the visual effects are like that good in it in fact like i like i love that there's practical effects in all these movies um but that i just don't think like visually it pays off that much um i will say like in terms of just like the lore like or the the franchise itself visually I like that there's different versions of the heat vision. Um, I like the way that the suit looks like on some of them. Like I like the design of the predator in this. Um, And again, I respect the, um, and also I just have to think about like the genre, like this movie isn't trying to be anything else. So it didn't need to be like visually incredible. I just don't think it's visually good. I would say it's more just average. So I'm just going to give it a four. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, Nick, do you want to kick off Prey? Sure. Um, I mean, okay. I'll start with the the bad. Um, The CGI animals. Yeah. The bear. Not the best. Specifically, yeah. The bear, not the best. It looks like Red Dead Redemption. Um, Yeah. You know, 
which is sick, but for a video game. The mountain lion is really bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think the mountain lion is Luckily, you don't see the... You don't see the mountain lion as clearly. You see it once when it's on the tree. Yeah, it's not as but big you don't, a deal. Like the bear, right. it, like you're seeing like an aerial shot of it, and it just looks bad. Yeah, and <laughs> and like, I mean, it's tough that for this movie because like, what else are you gonna do? You're not gonna get a real bear to do that. Like, and this is just what CG. They do it in Russia all the time. <laughs> this is what these effects look like. They yeah. don't. They they're like. It's like the uncanny valley. Like we're just stuck in this place where CG animals look like the like like Mowgli in the Jungle Book movies. Well, like, I just don't even know why they have to like why there's such a reliance on CG now. Like I know we have the technology, but like every time you see a movie that's mostly CGI, you might be like, that was pretty good for being mostly CGI. Or you might be like, wow, that looked really bad in that one moment. Whereas like any time now you see an action movie that's mostly practical effects, you leave and go, fuck yeah, I love that they didn't use CGI. Well, so why the hell are we using CGI? Well, that's the thing with Prey is most of the movie is practical effects. Does yep. look really cool. All the fight scenes, all the scenes in the forest, um, all of the scenes with their weaponry. For the most part, you're not looking at a lot of CGI in this movie, and it's really, really cool. The only parts that don't work is whatever is going on with the CG bear, the CG mountain lion. Half the time that the wolf is where he, where he fights the wolf, at first it's a wolf, a real wolf, and then it's not a real wolf. Yeah. I have like, actually seen clips of this online. And all of a sudden, it's not a real wolf, and it's like, oh, but it was just a real wolf. <laughs> You just, ah, oh, man, and then it's not, and then it's, like, the predator ship, when it drops him off, looks kind of dumb. Like, there's just something off with the CG in the movie. Thankfully, there's not a lot of it. And right. everything else that they do visually is practical. There's a ton of detail in the way that all of the Native Americans look, all of the things that they're using, the way that their faces are painted, the tools they use, the way they use those tools— all of that stuff is super specific, super detailed, and really well done. And all of the practical fighting effects are awesome. So it's like a five, because I think that that's above average. But like, we just got to not have stupid CG wolves anymore. Okay. I just, Nick, just have a real wolf no. attack a real predator. How hard is that? My only real problem with the movie is not really of the movie itself. It's more that it was released straight to Hulu as opposed to a yeah. theater. Because I, mean, I think in general, CGI looks a lot better in a theater than it does true, at true, home. Because like we have really good TVs now that <laughs> you can pick out colors. You mean watching it on an iPad in an airport wasn't yeah. a good idea? Hmm. Well, you watch Predators. Though. I know. I yeah. watch both again. Oh, did yeah. you watch the Comanche dub? I didn't know. No, I wouldn't because I, I was. In a, I didn't want to stare at my iPad and read. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so visually, like, I actually wonder if like it could have looked a little bit better in a theater, and it's Maybe, just unfortunate yeah. we couldn't do that because there are really awesome like action set pieces and like and scenes for that. Visually, I also think that there's this overall issue right now in Hollywood where. Marvel and Disney just basically like took all of the best CGI um, like firms and agencies or whatever and took all these VFX artists and then just wanted to churn out as many TV shows as possible. So these people were like working under really, really high pressure, like 
really short timelines. So on those Marvel shows, we're starting to see like really lame CGI at times. Like Moon Knight is one. Um, like She Hulk doesn't look visually that good, and this is because they're like so strained. Mm-hmm. But also, not only are they doing that, they're either taking away all these other VFX artists that are like top notch from these other projects that are outside of it. Like I know Disney technically made this because they own 20th century, but like, like they could have taken that away or the people that worked on it just didn't have enough time to really like perfect the visuals because they were so busy with Marvel. And it's just a really unfortunate thing that's happening across the industry. Like CGI is looking really bad right now and it's becoming an issue, but it didn't affect it for me. Like even the bear scene, I would say like I'll talk in spectacularity is actually kind of a fucking cool scene. It's really cool. So like if I just suspend disbelief about what it looks like and how it acts, (laughs) like it makes, it's just fun. But the main thing is like, right when we started watching it, I was like, Holy fuck, this movie is gorgeous. Yeah. Like the landscapes oh and God, the yeah. and the skies. Like Dan Trachtenberg and his DP does like such a good job at visualizing this time period, um, the early eighteen hundreds in in like the Great Plains. I think it's before that. Oh, the seventeen hundreds. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something. like fur trappers yeah. and stuff. Um, in, in in the Great Plains, and it looks good. I also agree. Like I think that there's a lot of care in terms of the Comanche, like just in general for Comanche culture, but like Comanche um, or heritage, uh, uh, like costume design and tools. I think the set design in scenes when they're not like just in a landscape, like just their like camp area. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're in the jungle looks really good. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like a soundstage or like a CGI place. Nope. It looks real. Yep. Um, so it's really unfortunate. And, and again, they do really good practical effects for the like fight choreography and then also with the Predator itself, which, which has become like a staple for all of that. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't, it's like I, I, I really liked it visually and I wasn't expecting to be like, oh, this movie rocks visually. But then it has these moments that take it away. So like I'm giving it a five, like slightly above average too for its genre. But it had such potential to be like six or seven in terms wow. of just like it looks so beautiful. And I mean, scenes. you could easily give this movie a six like that ending fight scene is very, very cool. It's really well made. And like I love the sets because they are they're definitely made on a soundstage for part of it, like the swamp and stuff. But it looks so fucking real and so good. And it's just, and there's just so much detail in the way that there's a lot of like, there's a lot, uh, a big difference between these two movies. There's a lot told in this movie to you without words. You yeah. just watch a lot of things happen, and if you care to think about them, you see deeper meaning in some of the things that are that are happening. It's like the you're describing reliance. film. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how film should be. Yeah. Right. Or you could be it's like the Predators visual medium. And you could have Lawrence Fishburne pop up and act crazy as shit, which is awesome, but also tell you all everything that's happening. You know, you could have a MacGuffin or it's you like, could or you not, could that's not you could be methodical and and kind of slow-paced. That's not a MacGuffin. That's not a MacGuffin? No, a MacGuffin is an object that's like the center of a plot or whatever, but it doesn't necessarily matter what that object is. That's not what you meant, though. The briefcase and pulp. 
Yeah, I got. I, I know what you're talking. <laughs> about. It's also like, look, we're not listening to a book on tape. Like we're watching something visual, and if you're telling me everything, then you're you're missing just, part so there's of just, like, it's just a missed opportunity. And yeah. Prey does not miss too many opportunities. Agreed. Okay. Wow. All right. Um. Let's move on to actoring. Hell we'll yeah. We'll stay with Prey, Gabriel. Yas, Prey, <laughs> Prey. Um. <laughs> Look, okay, so you don't come to these kind of... Look, okay, here's the thing. Here's the one thing about this. (laughs) No, you don't come... (laughs) You don't come to, like, these type of action movies to be, like, wowed by, like, a performance. You just don't. Like, and I don't care, and I've had to, over time, be like, turn off your, like, Gabe brain, where you're like, this performance sucks, like, what are they doing? And this dialogue is stupid. And then, like, just enjoy it because it's an action film. I I will say to this movie's credit, specifically this one, is, like, I really, really like what Amber Mid-Thunder is doing, it, doing in it. I think that she is going to be a huge action star slash just star in general. Nick and I like the show Legion, or at least the early parts of Legion, and she's it's, very it's she's very fine. good in it. Yeah. Um, she's been in a few other. <laughs> yeah. Nick's like Let she's me been be in clear. a few other things <laughs> it's as well. Really, again, it's just really awesome. Well, the first season was really good. Yeah. I will say. Um, yeah, but like she is, she's really great in it, and I just she's very believable in this part. I can see a lot of the criticism, especially that I've seen on like Letterbox that the dialogue writing is not very good. So like there's, and I think part of that is the issue with the translated version. So the, so there's one version of this movie that was filmed with all Comanche dialogue and one version of this movie that was filmed with Comanche and English and French. Yes. And then Hulu hasn't, I'm sure if there's like a DVD version of it, you can get that. But Hulu provides a Comanche dubbed version. So you're either just getting Comanche, like actually All in the, the scenes. All of the same actors, in, yeah. In, uh, do the Comanche and the English lines, yeah. Cool, 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 they, cool, cool. But then in the dub, they it's still the same voices, so it doesn't sound that right. weird. It's just that their mouths aren't moving the same way. Right. Mm. But like, according to a lot of people, you're supposed to watch it in the Comanche version because like the dialogue just works better. Whereas a lot of the English dialogue in this is a little too modern for what it is. That's that's what some of the critique is. I really actually find the scenes where she's talking, like these scenes that come out are like when she's talking to her brother or her mom. Yeah. I just think that the acting from all three of those people are good Mm -hmm. and it's believable enough that I kind of like that it's more modern dialogue. And I especially like it when they're speaking in their own language and they're like, there's cultural parts to it where they're like, like they're referencing things that are important in their, their tribe. And I, I really like that. Um, I also, I think like, like my, maybe my one like real big critique with the actoring part of it, like is the dialogue writing for the other boys that are hunters or whatever. Yeah. Cause the movie it's is the like same, a little know, too overt ham fisted with its like, like they'll never believe a, a girl could be a girl boss. Um, and it's, 
it's which Layla yeah, is so boss. not supportive of. Um, I guess we're not supposed to say girl boss anymore, but I don't, I don't know the science behind that. Um, but uh, I'm just ignorant. Um, but I just I think it's like a little too overt with like the boys in the thing are like, shut up, girl, you they, can't do this because you're not a hunter. Point. They hammer that point home. Too but much. You, they also sh- show you, but then they they do this like explanation for if you're dumb or a kid um where they're like oh yeah they're not he's not going after me because i'm not the predator he does not see me as a threat is something that she says yeah but you also i kind of but i like that you see him you see the predator not going out like like trying to figure out who is the biggest threat here because that is their the the yaucha culture they they go for the the biggest predator on the when whatever situation they're in and that's their I mean they usually prize. go to a planet like in the lore I guess they go to a planet as a part of a competition to see like who they can yeah, yeah. who's going to get the it's most like skull. Like, so like this one is dropped off and you can assume by the way it's like a different type of predator that's not been in any of them because Dan Trachtenberg was like yeah it's like a feral predator Oh. And everyone was like, okay, sure, whatever, man. I mean, he just made, he just like made something predator. up and gave, made his own yeah. design. And, you know, it's a little bit bigger than the other predators are. And it's more like uh, brutal, like more hand to hand combat, even though it has its like little arrows. But it's also a couple hundred years before, you know, the, yeah, other, the events, the other ones. Pred- but, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that I think that that is part of the directing, the the creative process that really like if if we had a category for like just that part, I guess it's kind of like originality, sort of. I would I would give this like a six, almost in that in that domain because like the only critique that I have is the same as you, Gabe. It's just that the the like dialogue from the extra boys. I just like there's like clunky. moments they're that not are... the best actors but like everything else about it is totally fine to me like I'm not looking for the dialogue to be superb I think it's fine I think that the important lines are delivered well I think that Amber Mid Thunder is crushing it um and Mid-thunder. I think that sick name very cool uh I I don't I don't have many other like critiques and I think that the way that the movie is written and directed is pretty close to perfect for what it is. Of the performances. Hmm? The writing and directing of the performances. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just have to clarify because I still am convinced that you don't know what this category is. <laughs> As opposed to what? Well, like, you you sometimes are, like, the writing and directing of, like, the movie as a whole. Because like, directing about, can be spectacularity, real, like, very yeah, decisive. Yes, saying, yes, yes. We're yes. saying actoring The directing up, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. no, no, yes, I know what but this I, is. But I agree with you. I mean, like, ultimately, I think the directing and the writing of the characters <laughs> is cool. It's exactly what it needs to be. I don't think it's any special. And I actually... When I what I most think like I think Amber Mid Thunder is good in it, and I actually and, and like really good in it. And I in terms of like an action star, 
But, like, she's not the best character I've even seen Dan Trachtenberg do. Like, if you see 10 Cloverfield Lane, like, oh, yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is maybe one of my favorite. It's very simple. Like, what's ha- what's happening ever, to her yeah. in the movie, to, to Amber Midthunder's character, is, is very simple. It's a little like, cliched, is what she's I would just, say. Uh, she's just badass, and she wants other people to know it, and they won't figure it out. And, and so she just does the most she's, badass thing she, literally anyone on the planet has ever done to this point, probably. And, uh, and then proves to them that she's it's, it's, it, it's Mulan. It's like a very similar story yeah, to yeah, Mulan. Yeah. And she doesn't fake anything, but yeah. no, she doesn't fake it. Um, but that, that's like, I, I'm thinking I'm going to give it like a 4.5. Cause I think I'm it's kind of it average. Five. I just don't think like any of the acting is like blows me away. But again, I, think I guess it's his like, direction of the actors and he chooses. Oh, I, yeah. He specifically chooses not to pick the best, probably not the best actors that he was had the opportunity to choose. Yeah, because he's probably yeah. he very well could have chosen individuals who are not of Cherokee or not of of Native American descent. I'm sure that there are some people who are not of specifically Cherokee descent. Maybe I'm wrong. Or Yucha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the, the seven foot tall man that plays the predators is. I not think that like a if it's. Yeah, I wonder what the casting was, but I, I guess I'll go with a five because I think it actually is a little bit better than the genre. I'm just not like blown away by the performances and character sure, writing. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, it's simple. But I have so much to say about Predators. Jeez. Have you both yeah. officially given your scores at this point? You both might. I think yes, I went to a five fives. and he did okay. too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> All yeah. right, well then Gabriel, it's take a it away. discussion. He brought me up. <sighs> I got him up. I know yeah. I just said, here's the thing. Yeah. But here's the fucking thing. This is my biggest issue with Predators and the reason why I can never fully understand why anyone, like, love, loves this movie. Do people? I fucking hate, like, no, there's a lot of people that really, yeah. like, wow. s- okay. like, Predator fans, like, stand this movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I support you. Uh, so, yeah, and I, and I do, too. I think it's, like, fun in a lot of different ways. But the actoring is what really hurts it for me. Mm. So, like... I think these are just such corny descriptions and like stereotypes of these characters. And I know that that's part of the point, but it doesn't help me give it credit for being like any more interesting than any other action movie. You know, they're just like cliched characters for that. I think like Adrian Brody, it's an interesting casting job. He's done a lot of these like random, you could see like you go into like, Free V, which was like IMDb free uh, movies or whatever, and you could see like a bunch of like random thrillers that he was in, like a like a prisoner thriller that no one's fucking heard of because he kind of nails that. But it's like I I I believe him to a certain extent as this like badass in this, and I think he does a good job at being that, and he's he does a good job at being like a fucking dirtbag. Uh, I always like when he plays a more villainous type thing. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for me because I watch so many Wes Anderson movies to like really <laughs> see him as this badass because I just think of him in every one of those movies as being so fucking funny and ridiculous. Um, and then like second to him, like I think Lawrence Fishburne is so fun in this. It's actually one of my favorite Lawrence Fishburne it's wild. roles. It is a It comes wild. out of nowhere. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's just because he's just giving it. I like it more than like him as uh, in the, tr- the John Wick movies. Some truly phenomenal lines. Wow. Because like I like him in the John Wick movies, but he's more like and he's really theatric. But this one is like 
he really fits in this movie and it works so well. And it's such a shame that we get, I know it could have been like, so bad. It could have been another actor and it could have been so bad. Yeah. It could have been, been someone been that awful. has been stranded there and they act like really weird and annoying. I think I just get the fucking pen out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear it. If that helps, I, I can hear it. Um, I'm going to kill him. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I, I think it could have gone really bad, and I have actually seen movies where there is that yeah, like stranded totally, character, yeah. and they're just weird. Um, I also love it, it but I, I wish he was in more of it, but I do get, like, it's a really fun, surprising moment. Um, I love these classic action movies where they have, they have to have one slightly good-hearted person, and you know the whole time that person is going to survive. In this one, it's Alice Braga. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have ever cared about a single performance that Alice Braga has given. I don't think I've cared about a single role she's done. Like her, and she keeps getting, and I'm so sorry, Alice Braga, like you're beautiful and you handle your role well, but like they're, you're not interesting in any of these. Like it's so bizarre to me that she continues to be in these like action movies and stuff, these big budget movies like Elysium and I am legend and you see him. I hardly know him. <laughs> That's I like that one. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't get the appeal of her. Um, you also have these like other performances for, by people that like go on to be a lot bigger. The main one being Mahershala Ali. I don't think anyone would have seen Mahershala Ali in this movie and thought, just like a few years later, he's going to start winning like multiple Just Academy Awards man. and be like, yeah. yeah, he's one of the best. Um, I would say the other person is Walter Goggins has become like a really, really popular like name brand. He's not like Mahershala Ali status, but when Walter Goggins is in a TV show, people love Isn't it. it. Walton? I thought it was Walter Goggins. Is it Walton? Is it Walton? I don't Maybe. Know. Doesn't Walton Goggins wouldn't no, be yeah, good. It can't be. I don't it like can't it. Be. I'm wrong. But. I, um, but like, there's also these really, really poorly written characters. Walter Goggins is one of them. I think it is like, Walton. It is Walton like, Goggins. <laughs> yeah. Walton Goggins is one of them. Like, I think there are a lot of people that watch the movie and they're like, he's having so much fun. This <gasps> makes the action movie good. I think he's so unnecessary. Yes. But like even if he's necessary and he has that fun personality, he didn't need to be in so much of the movie. Like he survives for way too long. And there was a line where he said, "I'm going to when I get out of here, I'm going to like do so much cocaine and I'm going to rape so many fine bitches." Yeah. And he's like, "I'm going to just rape so many." And I was like, I'm sorry, there are people out there that have done shit like that, but he's not going to, like, that's just like, the stupidest dialogue I've ever heard. Uh, no, the the stupidest part is that Topher Grace's character awkwardly goes, yeah, so yeah, many rapes. Gonna, I, yeah, love raping. Love raping. Um, speaking oh, of, so weird, dude. Topher Grace is where this, uh, this movie gets so tanked actoring. <laughs> yeah. Because... I don't oh, know who decided Tober this Grace was a good isn't idea. A good actor, weird. Shocking. He well, he's just he's just. I don't even think like I'm fine with him in certain roles. I'm not. I'm in any role. I know he's that you hate ever. him, but I'm fine with him in the appropriate role. <laughs> he's but he's shooter. so unnecessary in I'm this. Not sorry, Topher. He's such a poorly written and stupid character. I think that the people that wrote this have such a misunderstanding of what a fucking doctor or scientist does because when you're a doctor. 
I, which we don't even know what kind of doctor he is. We imagine a surgeon because he has a fucking scalpel. But Just like, on him. Because that's what surgeons do. But he literally knows everything even remotely scientific, like an alien plant and what kind of like what kind of like, po- like thing comes out of it? It's not an alien plant, though. It's it's actually Chekhov's poisonous plant. Why would he know plant? about plants? Like he's a, he like he's not a scientist. He's a doctor, and then or or he's one or the other. I think and then also, I think it's because he uses the plant. He knows about things that paralyze people because he's spoiler alert a serial killer. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I just think it's like so ridiculous that he spots it. He knows what it is, and then there's like like. He's like, I, I guess that body's been there for a week because I did a cursory glance and it's decaying. Yeah. Like, I bet yeah. that, it, like, he talks about psychotropics. He's like, I, like, and then mental illness. Like, what kind of fucking doctor is he? I know they all go to medical school and he's young and he might have just come out of it and he might be like that hardo that talks about like all of these different subjects. But he's just so fucking stupid. And then the twist is so, like, Topher as Eddie Brock in Spider-Man 3 and it's so like obvious that you know that there's going to be some twist because you're like why is he there and it's so stupid and it's so like Hollywood corny and I can't be shocked or care about it it is it does come out of nowhere but also it's not in any way shape or form earned or interesting. Or interesting. Or, nece- yeah, or necessary. necessary. Well, I, no, well, it's not really necessary. I mean, yeah. beyond that, I mean, it's just like to show you that there's different types of predators. Yeah, it's oh, like, oh, but maybe, maybe, maybe the real, one. maybe the real predator was human all along. Yeah, there it is. Or the friends you made along the way. Yeah, maybe um, the real predator. I do. The you I want to laugh way. at one bit of writing about the about him is when they they leave him twice. Yeah. But the second time they leave him and he starts like begging for them, it's as if he completely forgot that they just fucking left him. Left yeah, him. Yeah. Like, why would, like, why is he so mad the second time? Um, it's dumb. I'm giving it a two out of seven. It's way below average. Nicholas? Um, yeah. I mean, I gave it a three. The difference for me between a two and a three is like, like if I didn't like the movie, <laughs> and I kind of liked watching Predators, so I gave it a three because it didn't bother like me reasoning. enough. To, I didn't bother me enough that I didn't like it because of how stupidly like written and, uh, yeah, yeah. I I just I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a three. I think Tover Grace is a fuck. Uh, Tover Grace is the worst. Tover Grace is the worst. If I haven't already said it on the podcast, he's the worst. Anything that Tover Grace is in, automatically down two pegs for me. I like Take Me Home Tonight. That's yeah. the only one I'd go uh, with. Uh, fine. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so we're moving on, correct? Yeah? Uh, yes. To yeah. finally, spectacularity. Um, oh, spectacularity wow. being how engaged you are with the film and um, how uh, well you think the like through line was and how you feel like the writing and directing was... Um, overall throughout the movie. So let's start with Prey. Nicholas. Oh. So I, um, I've, I've, did you watch it twice or did you just watch it the one time? I watched it once. I do want to watch it in the Comanche uh, dub version. Yeah, I, I do too. Well, 
I've seen it twice now. Once not paying super ultra close attention to details and once having no option other than to pay attention to details because I was sitting in the Denver airport on a layover. Um, mm. There is a lot. I didn't realize you weren't watching it when we watched it together. No, I was watching it, but like not in the same amount of, like, you know, when you like watch something a second like time, you're no yeah. longer watching for, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You, you just, so you're looking for little details. So then you're looking for details and like all of this like extra, you know, you're like you're like nibbling at the bone trying to get all the little extra pieces off. Wow. Um, metaphors. <laughs> wow. Speaking of metaphors, there's a lot. Of, there's some metaphors in this movie, I think. Um, or maybe I'm just I'm just projecting extra stuff into no, it because I'm I sure think there that are. these are cool. Um, there's a lot of like. Projecting there's just a lot to like to feast on. Um, in these movies, in this movie, and uh, I don't think that there's a rewatch or or a, a time for me personally that I would watch this movie and not be into it. It's also yeah. short. Yeah, it's simple. Uh, it looks really cool. It gets into it quickly, um, and I mean, if you want to look at landscape. And just like this beautiful scene that's painted for you, mm. go ahead and do that. If you want to watch a go really ahead. cool fight scene and try and figure out how this relatively small and uh, inexperienced like young woman is going to defeat this <laughs> super predator from another planet that got dropped here and just started murdering bears and wolves... Uh, and try and figure out in your head how she going to do that. I mean, good luck because the way that she pulls it off is really interesting and cool. And the the question that I had is, how does the predator not know that his little wrist thing is going to go wherever the laser is? And I realized that the first time I was like, that doesn't make sense. How would he? How stupid is this thing? Yeah, he wouldn't know that. The second time I watched it, I realized he doesn't know that the helmet's anywhere near him. He thinks he's, like, manually using it. Oh, yeah. And she's taking it, put it nearby. It's like Bluetooth. Oh. That thing's hooked up Bluetooth through his little wristband. In the 1700s, he doesn't even know. dude. Yeah. The Yachts have Bluetooth. <laughs> Take a fucking suck on that, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that, that Trachtenberg <laughs> could have made a better more interesting and fun movie to watch than this. It's like nearly a seven for me. Yeah. Like, it's just so fun to watch. There's so wow. little about it that removes you from it. But like, obviously it's not like this perfect, like mega movie. Um, but for what it is, like, I don't know how much better you can get. Yeah, engagement-wise, yeah. Engagement-wise. I don't know how much better you can get. The, the movie's like 96 minutes long or something. Yeah, I love it. It's just like nonstop, like, boom, That's here you saying. are. It's happening. Things are happening. New stuff's happening. To fucking, spoiler alert, the brother's dead. Yeah. And he was like a cool character that you were engaged in. And his, like, parting words are epic. Yeah, they're pretty fucking <laughs> sick. Like, I love the line that they repeat. It's so cool. 
Oh, the like, like this is where uh, you, this, this is, is where this ends. Yeah, this like, you, you, you go, you no, go further. no further. Go no further than this. Yeah, or whatever yeah. they say. I just like it's it's like a six point five. Like I feel weird giving this movie a seven in spectacularity, but for me, like I just this is the type of movie that I want to turn on and be like, boom! I'm gonna turn my brain off and watch this badass movie for ninety six minutes or whatever it is. I love that. I'm going to preach the gospel of Dan Trachtenberg because. Yeah. This guy does not preach miss. away. Preach he is like choir. one of those ones who just like barely does anything and he just will not miss. So Dan Trachtenberg does the movie 10 Cloverfield Lane, which like no one expected this to be like a Again, really like good movie. And it is one of my favorite, like that movie is one of my favorite like action thriller type movies ever i love i there's something about 10 cloverfield lane that i'm like obsessed with i can't figure it out it's just so rewatchable and so well done but it's just like he came out of nowhere does that i think he had like done some like tv shows and some like music videos or something and then he does the pilot episode of the boys which is good and it brought everyone into the boys and then he does play test the I might be out of order, but he does play test for Black Mirror, which is like one of my favorite Black Mirror episodes. It's so fucking good. The one with uh, Wyatt Russell. And then he does another TV show. Oh, and then is, he comes back. That is, and is totally like, a day. I didn't know Dan Trachtenberg directed that episode. That makes yeah, 100% It's so sense. good. And then he comes back and he's like, you know what else I'm going to take? I'm going to take the Predators franchise and I'm going to, or the Predator franchise, and I am going to have this whole unique take and it's going to look really cool for most of it. And it's going to be really engaging and it's not going to take up much. Oh, of your and by time. the way, I'm going to like do a bunch of research into like Comanche culture and, and like fur trading and stuff. And like, and, like, it. like <laughs> with the, like the French fur traders, the yeah. fur trappers that were there. It's like, I, and you almost forget that that's a whole plot of this movie. And it's actually one of the more engaging plots of it. It's very good. I just, like, he does not miss. Because they're predators. I could go at a very simple level of how this movie, yeah. Uh, a very simple level of how this movie hooks me in and engages me. And that's just every moment that she's throwing a hatchet. I don't give a shit what's happening in the scene. The way she throws the hatchet is sick. When she puts a hatchet on the string, who knew that that would be the coolest she weapon st- of 2022? She slinging the hatchet. This episode is brought to you by hatchets. Hatchet on a String. <laughs> Go get your hatchet on a string, kids. And it's also brought to you by... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yep, that. Um, but 
I just I love that you have this character that is fun and brave and interesting. Like action movies for me live and die by the main character in terms of how engaged I'm going to be and Fabulous she's engaging. Point. Yeah. I also like one of my favorite things spotting in movies that I'm obsessed with is Chekhov's guns. And there are a lot of check every every detail in this movie is actually important later. Even like lines of dialogue, as we said, are important later. But I even said when like just jokingly when we were watching, it, I was like, "Ooh, check off swamp!" And then it ended up being check off swamp. It ended up being really important. Um, I also love that that scene um, in the swamp is like a reference to the never ending story, like the really, really sad mm. scene with the horse and that. And he's talked about how like, that was like a really important like movie hmm. that he was watching growing up. And, and Same. it's, it's awesome. And I, I love any of that. I, yeah, that movie's great. Um, I would say there's only a few distractions in the quality, you know, the bear looks kind of dumb, but as I said, it's kind of like a thrilling scene. I also like, it looks dumb visually, but the scene of like the food chain is kind of funny. It's just like a clever little bit where there's like, well, it's the predator. Like it's you learning what this predator is doing here. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's like, he's like a, how do I find the top of the food? This is the, like, this is, I think the, the, like, I don't know if he's, I don't know if like, this is all like, there's supposed to be some sort of like, if he looked at this, I don't know how it was. Maybe I could have done some more research into this. How it was that Dan Trachtenberg got this, got this As gig his, like, to and work like, on? Yeah. decided to do what he did with it is really interesting to me that he decided to be like, yeah, I'm going to take, I, I'll, do the, I'll do the Predator movie for sure, but I'm going to call it Prey. I'm going to do all of this like very specific Comanche stuff. The whole thing is going to be a metaphor about like, technological advances and like the destruction of of like ecosystems yeah how predators destroy yeah how like yeah yeah, how like an invasive species can destroy an ecosystem like the white people destroy this ecosystem but also how that is the the predator as soon as he finds Uh, out that there's metal as soon as he finds out that there's metal he cares doesn't care at all about the native americans (laughs) yeah until they start fighting back. And then he's like, oh, well, now I can just sort of murder you because you're clearly... Because you're a predator. You're clearly a predator as well, just to, not as good as the, the metal ones. But there's also, like, they hunt animals for cultural value or whatever and also Trophies. for food. No, Much no, no, in the I, same I'm way... I'm talking about the Native American... Like, the, the Comanche people do oh. that. But, like, most of it is, this is our food, but it's also, like, you killed this beast. He also takes the like, whole mountain lion important. back, and they eat and use the whole thing. Yeah. But what the predator does is he just takes the head and the and leaves everything behind, just like the trappers do with yeah. all of those bison. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which also looked really stupid. I forgot about that. That doesn't look um, as bad as It looks bad. Um... But I agree with you. At the at the very end, in the like overall, it's it's an hour and a half. It's it needed to be made in like it, it's exactly what it needed to be. Exactly. Like I, I don't mean to confuse it with originality, but like it is something that keeps me engaged the whole way through, and I'm not someone that's into this. So I am going to give it a six out of seven. The reason why I wouldn't go to a seven is like if I even just looked at this year, like Nope is like the peak engagement level i've had with a movie 
eh, yeah, yeah, or like everything everywhere all at once. Like those are sevens for me. This movie is like, it's fine. There are definitely parts sure, where I'm just sure. like, it's still a Predator movie. Six is still so six high. Is great. Like it's, yeah, yeah, six is yeah, very six high. Is great. You just wait till yeah. you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So You've heard it. <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the flip side, let's do Predators. Gabriel? Yeah. Um... <laughs> this one's kind of tough because, That's like, weird. like the first scene, like, I like that they're dropping, they literally drop you into this movie, like, the characters, <laughs> yeah, they, like, very jarring scene it. to watch in an airplane, by the way. Yeah, it's also just, like, <laughs> I, it looks really visually stupid, but at the, at the bare minimum, it's kind of cool that they just drop you in without anything else. Like, I don't need some, <laughs> like, the movie stupid is backstory. Abject terror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's just... Yeah, and there's, like, people dying, like, immediately. Yeah, it's fucked. Um, I think the movie as a whole is bizarre and mysterious enough, at least the first half, because yes. I had never... I don't think I had seen it when it came out. I didn't. I didn't know exactly what the plot was. And I was like, what is happening here? Like, what is going on? And I think that's like, well, because like, this is a mystery. Well, I remember the trailer just being like, I thought it was just like another Predator movie. Like they're in the jungle. And then you find out that it's like people are dropped on this planet to like fight each other. Wait, what's going on here? (laughs) Um, I, and that was like what was keeping me through it until they like kind of early on show you that they're on this other planet. And I know that they would have just gone to see the skyline at some point and they, that would have solved it. But like, I kind of wish that they didn't reveal that until later because again, I just think that there's like this, there's the, there's just like this, like idea that they, they tee up and then like the ball falls off the tee and they're like, Oh, okay, whatever. Like they just tee themselves up and they don't hit, hit it. They just don't nail it in the same way that prey like nails what it's trying to do. They just like almost get there. They have an understanding of like what makes a fun action movie, like a silly action romp, but like, let's make it a little more gritty and cool. Like, let's look at it. Like, let's make that. So there's a bunch of different types of badasses, like every type of one that you could think of. Um, Even one with a little scalpel that is Topher Grace. Um, But then it's like, the problem with me is, and this is like me with any action movie, which is what I've been trying to hit home this whole time, is that I like, I'm too fucking smart for these movies. I can't now. Oh. Um, but I can't. I I really can't turn my brain. I wish I could, and ju- like I wish I can just enjoy a Fast and the Furious movie nowadays. But I just can't. You're just there, too my smart. My brain just. No, I'm just, I think my just brain is just about going too, too much. Too much is happening. <laughs> or Coronas. Holy yeah. shit, did your wine glass get bigger? Oh no, it was just close to the camera. That's how, uh, yep. that's something you learn when you're like two. Um, but <laughs> He's so smart. I had, there's a lot of things that like pull me out of this movie and like really pull me out. Like for instance, they're all trained killers, and they're supposed to be the most ruthless at what they do. They're all like they've all killed many times, they're predators. but they all absolutely have the worst aim in the history of anyone that's yeah. had an aim. Like they are worse than stormtroopers when they're oh trying to God. shoot those little like dogs that are coming, or just the beginning when the Chechnyan guy has a fucking turret. They don't know he's there, and yeah. he's aiming it right at them, and he sets off this turret. And he doesn't even hit them once and they just run away and they like get behind him. Yeah. I just, 
it makes no sense. So many bullets. I there's so many bullets. Like they all have automatic weapons, so it's like not very hard when those dog things are coming at them. Like I know there's a sense of fear because you don't know what the fuck is coming at you, but like they're aiming straight at these things and it's not hitting anywhere. And then you see when a bullet hits one of those dog things, they die almost instantly. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't take much, yeah. and they're like Armed by bullets. <laughs> they blow all their bullets. I think that there's still scenes that are, like, really fun and cool. Yeah. Like, one-on-one fight scenes. Like, I really like the, the samurai sword fight. It's it's so random and stupid, but it's cool. It's, they, like, change the way that they film. Yeah. For, it's, like, like, it's very... There was a lot of care taken in just that one little scene. Yeah, it's, like, I, I respected it. It's really fun, and it would have been cool if there was a bunch of different one-offs with different in the movie with, like, different weapons and how they were using it. Um, But then there's, like, a similar scene where it's the Predator versus another Predator, like the Yachki against another, whatever the fuck they're called. And it's not dope at all. It looks really bad, and the fighting looks really stupid. It's very clear that these guys are wearing suits that are too heavy. There's too much shit on me, I can't. (laughs) Yeah, they move too slow. And then, and then, lastly, like as I mentioned in acting, this like the main thing that pulls me out is Topher, every scene with Topher Grace. Mm. I'm just like, oh, I wonder why that it is. just can't. It's whatever <laughs> they're sucks doing. Eggs. No, no, no. But imagine he wasn't even in it, and they still had that same character. It would have just immediately pulled me out in every important scene to hear this whiny bitch guy gotcha. who I'm just like. What, what is he in? Like, why is he in this? What is what does he do? Just for them to reveal it at the end of the movie? Like, that's such a fucking waste. Um, so I just... I, I, <laughs> okay. Also, at the end, Tell he like steps... Really <laughs> he steps in a bear trap. But then when he's in the, tr- the little, like, trap with her, he's walking around like, oh, I bet you didn't know I was a killer. It's like, yeah, but we did see that your ankle got fucked up and you're walking normal at this point. Yeah. Like, I just, I agree with you. I don't think there was a lot of care in terms of these things. And there was just, like, a lot of silly decisions. And for that, I'm giving it a five. Like, I still think it's, like, an above average, like, ridiculous action movie. But there's, it's, like, it shot itself in the foot. You gave it a five? Yeah, I think so. That's really funny. I also gave it a five, but I was like, I don't know if I'm giving this a five because I have no choice but to pay full attention to it because I'm on a plane. Yeah. Or if, like, this is actually an entertaining movie. Um, I like... It's not not entertaining. It is entertaining. It's just, like, they don't... There's so much more they could do with the idea. I agree with you that I wish they didn't reveal what was going on as quickly as they do. But then again, as soon as they do that, they also then start revealing a bunch more by having Lawrence Fishburne's crazy ass show up and start doing a bunch of weird stuff and saying crazy things like, come on, feel the vibe of this place. Yeah. (laughs) Which is is an amazing line. I love that he's just like in a totally different movie and he's so good at it. And he's just, he dies like almost right away. Yeah. Um, But that's like kind of what, that's like very much what what happens to Lawrence Fishburne in this movie is very much this like a, a like a microcosm of like a bunch of other things that ha- the same pattern happens in this movie over and over and over again. Where it's like this is really cool, but they just kind of like erase the etch a sketch, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just going to do another thing instead." Like it's really cool that there's this camp of predators, and there's this one that that doesn't 
that they did, did something wrong, committed some sort of transgression, and is now hanging for no I think reason. He's just the little bitch boy of the group. I don't know, but because he doesn't but, win the fight. But they don't. But he does try. He does kill Adrian Brody. You think? Yeah. No, he no, does no. Trick Adrian. The other Brody. guy kills Adrian Brody. Oh, does he? Yeah. I the other it was the predator. Because I, I could tell because he had the, the, he has the armor on his shoulder. Oh. They, so the guy comes to camp, sees that he's free. They fight, um, and the other guy just absolutely fucking whoops his ass. So you understand why he was in the tree. And yeah. then afterwards, because he has control of the ship too, he sees it up in the air, and he's like, "Hi, ah, you thought you were gonna go." <laughs> self-destruct yeah but i just like like it's just not as good as it could be prey maximizes its potential predators does not at all maximize its potential that being said there's enough like crazy twists and turns and like the general premise of what's happening is interesting enough that even when it falls short it's still like entertaining enough as like a dumb you know action flick um yeah right. and the katana scene is sick <laughs> it's very very sick all right so let's move on to our last category which is a legacy um let's stick with predators nick do you want to kick us off for legacy predators yeah uh, i gave it a honestly i think it's like a two like i know people Fair enough. well so here's the thing is like i gave it a three i kind of think after talking about it that it's a two because now like we know that the the franchise can be booted back up in a way that is uh creative and interesting and and um not as flawed not as flawed and and uh oh, man there's like a uh, this i there's a word that's just like escaping me there's just like a lot of with care with like precision with with like intention a, intention like you can do that with this franchise again because I think that the reason you could do that is because generally like the idea of the predator is awesome but also vague and there's enough room and not enough specifics in the like lore that you can do anything you want. Yeah. Trachtenberg just came up with a different type of predator and the rest of the predator stands out there like well I mean I don't know what they they feel like but like I like the franchise, and I think it's badass. He's got, like, a bone helmet and, like, a six I shield. I love the franchise, yeah. Like, it's dope. They brought mm. back this thing, and, like, not only is all of the care that he took in, in creating the, like, world, but there's a lot of care in the way that the, this particular new Predator functions and operates and fights and, like, what it is. Um, Predators just just doesn't do that. And for that reason, like no one's going to be talking about that, and they're not definitely not going to be talking about it if there are more, um, you know, more reboots like Prey. Um, so it's like a I don't know like a two point five. <laughs> I'm just going to put it in between. I'm going to say two point five. All right, it's good. so interesting because, like as I said to like those letter those people that were in the comments on letterbox and like if you even like go on there there's a lot of people that really like predators and they say it's the second best predator movie in the franchise like there's a yeah. lot like even like sean fennessy and chris ryan i mean it, um, i don't disagree with that because the second predator is not very good. well i i was about to talk about that too because like 
I, first of all, I, I don't fully get why people need to go to bat for this one. I think it was cool at the time, but now we get Prey, which is like even cooler That's at what the I'm time. Saying, yeah. Um, it's definitely cool, but it's not something that you need to defend over Prey. Like, why are you even like? Do we need to defend this director who does nothing after this except for work on like one Hungar like independent Hungarian film? Like Robert Rodriguez <laughs> made it, and like, sure, there's a lot of fans of him, but it's not like he actually directed it. So it's not his style. Um, I just, I'm not, I'm, I just been personally awesome don't understand. <laughs> I don't get the, f- I think that this movie is perfectly what it is and it is better than most of the predator movies. And it's better than just like most in its genre. Like I think of like something like death race, you know, yeah. like, like there's just like a bunch of like stupid, like hardcore gory, you know, B movie action stuff and i actually think that this one is doing something and it's fun i'm just not even sure it's more rewatchable than prey like mm-hmm. it's sillier than prey but i actually enjoy the details of prey more and i enjoy the action more um question for you am i gonna want to yeah. watch on a sunday afternoon on tnt predators or prey prey uh on tnt <laughs> Because, like, commercials and stuff are just, like, I think it's, just like, the per- the best thing about Prey is its length and that you're, like, locked into it. Like, if you have to stop for commercials and stuff, I would actually rather watch that Predators for that. I mean, I Predators guess. is such a more cable movie. Yeah. So, if it was I like- say this because I feel like these types of movies tend to be, like, rewatchability-wise, the types of movie that, like, you choose to watch, like, on a random day when you're chilling, not trying to but pay look, a lot of attention. Like, I'll, ta- I'll use your your like scenario here and and say like both of these are on hulu and people more often stream nowadays than they watch like cable television like like depending on your age but if these both (laughs) were like featured on the front screen what would you watch on a sunday i think prey is like a good movie i like i legitimately like it i don't think it's an amazing movie but i think it's a really good action movie and I think Predators is really fun, but I just don't I like. I don't know why anyone is still defending it and is like hurt by the fact that Prey has like more critics that like it. It has so many more elements for critics to like. Like, yeah. and and who gives a shit? Like, action movies don't need to be well liked by critics. No one gives a crap about that. But actually, the weirdest thing about Predators is that audiences didn't like it. No, yeah. it has like a really bad. The worst. It has it's a ten point difference, ten point spread. It's like sixty one percent critics, and then it's like fifty one percent. Yeah, audience. it has like a rotten score on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. It's not that well liked on on IMDb. I think there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, you're misunderstanding." Like Predators is actually pretty dope. It's like, yeah, it's dope, but like, it's not it's true. That, it's it not dope. like that much more accessible. That so I'm I'm weirded out that. Like and I think Prey is trying to do something that's not going to work for a lot of people, especially people that are like, "Oh, this movie's woke." Like I'm not going to watch this. It's like, like, dude, it's an action movie, and it, but I I like that it does that and it's different and it's wild that that one it's the most like we'll talk about Prey in a second. Like it's so much more popular. Like we're kind of conflating. I almost feel like you guys should just talk about both at this point. I just think this movie has gotten by the time we've gotten to Prey now. Yeah, I think that for. 10 to 12 years this movie was mostly forgotten yeah and actually i think a lot of people just forgot or didn't see it when it came out and then they're like oh people actually kind of like that movie let me go back and watch it like we did i don't even think that like like the predator 
pays any sort of reference to the very grand idea that Predators presents to us that these this race is not just going to other planets and hunting. They are bringing prey to, to Are they the ones bringing place. them there? Yeah. Is it ever proven that they're the ones dropping the things no, from they the sky? Okay. Uh, well, what else would be? I just thought it was like this weird simulation thing, or it was like no, but we don't some know. bigger. That's the thing is like yeah. no one, no one ever explored this sort of grand idea that that is really interesting. That's what I've been saying this whole time is like, like no, I I can't give this a good legacy score because no one cared as much as they should have about this cool idea. It wasn't good enough to have a sequel. It wasn't good enough to have Shane Black's crappy movie reference it or like talk about it they could have done that that movie's about something sort of it tries to do something similar it's not it's not really i i'm I'm just kind of like i know i know that there's a good sect of people that fucking love predators and it's always going to be talked about in terms of the i don't think what's the best predator i don't think they outweigh no, I agree, and that's these, I'm going to give it 2.5. Is I had a three. I'll move it down like a little bit. I just I don't think it has a bad legacy. It definitely ages okay over time. Yeah, it does totally. Um, I enjoyed it. Like it's just squandered. There's a lot of opportunity squandered with predators. Yeah, and on the other hand, prey like came out of nowhere. I think when we first saw the first trailer, like Nick sent it over to me, but like a bunch of people were like whoa, this is actually a Predator movie and it actually looks pretty cool and interesting. And then you see it and you're like, oh, wow, they can do a Predator movie in like a slightly more elevated way. Um, And not only that, it's become the most popular Hulu release ever. It's like the most watched Hulu thing. And Hulu's been kind of waiting for something like that with movies, whereas Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's done really well with like FX TV shows and other FX or... uh, Hulu original series, but it has really struggled to give like a, a Hulu, uh, uh, movie release. And it, I I still think it should have been in theaters and it would have fucking cleaned up in theaters. But I understand that at the time that they had like decided that they were like worried about making money in the theaters and stuff. It's just like, I'm holding out hope they put it in a theater. I would, Um, I would see it in a theater for sure. I think the biggest thing about Prey, and it's something that we just talked about with Predators, is that it reintroduced the conversation of, like, what is the best Predator movie? Where there's a lot of people that are even like, I think Prey is better than Predator. And a ton of Predator fans are like, fuck you, you can't say that. That's such horseshit. What do you mean it's better? Just because, like, a yeah, girl's in it? Yeah, just by, like, or association, like, it's bringing all of them back, for sure. Yeah, so it's, it's happening. It's, it's bringing it all up. I... I don't know. I think I'd respect. I don't even need to have that argument because you wouldn't have prey without predator and like predator so unique and, and all that. And and it did exactly what it was supposed to do in the eighties. I don't give a shit, but I don't understand. And maybe Sutter could, could uh, message us after this, but I don't understand how anyone could think that predator two is better than this just because it has the same score and it leans into more silliness. Like Predator 2 is really fucking stupid. It kind of has some like interesting commentary on like LA uh r- racial dynamics and like mm-hmm. po- like politics of the time, but it is pretty dumb. It seems like the two main issues that people have with Prey. For anyone that doesn't like it, it seems like most people like it. Um, and then there's people like me who like really liked it, mm-hmm. uh, and Nick, 
um, he's on this podcast too. Um, the main issue that the issues that people have are like to be a good sequel to predator. It needs to have the theme music. And then like, they're just mad that it's more critically liked and they're upset that it isn't, but it's not like a big, like shoot 'em up with all male characters, you know? I think this is like almost the same kind of argument people have been having with Marvel lately where it's like the new Marvel is like upsetting a lot of people because it's not just like brutish men like shooting people up in huge action scenes and there's like a little bit more thought in a lot of the new Marvel content. Oh, okay. I'm actually going to, I'm going to say I get where you're going with this. I think that their Marvel movies are actually bad. They have been pretty not great lately, or they haven't been as good as they could have been. I mostly entirely agree with you, but I do think, like, even since, like, WandaVision and Loki, people have been saying shit like that, and, like, even if you... The thing I... Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, like, to agree with you on that, like, you're exactly right, and the the main thing is that actually people are, like, since Wanda and Loki came out, they're like, well, maybe Marvel was always shit. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Like, it, it, and also, first of all, like, like, I hope it's not about WandaVision and Loki because those are two of the better products that have ha- come out. But like, it, that's not like it, for this. It's like it looks better. It is a little bit better, and people shouldn't be upset with that. It's kind of like the reverse of what you're saying, Layla. <laughs> and I, it, it's it's weird. I just think like I know that we are prisoners of the moment as i've seen a lot of people say like we just like we like this because it's new and it's fresh and we're like shitting on others sequels because of that Mm -hmm. but like i really do think that they took the and i admit it i think all the predator movies are unique in their own way i just think they took the most unique approach to something that was really well established ip and they made me care a little bit more beyond like a silly action movie. And I don't think it needs to be a knock on the other ones to like this one. And I don't think people need to be confused. Like, why is this the one getting the best reviews? Did they see predators? It's like, because this one actually tried to get good critical reviews like that. Yeah. It's just what I think is like maybe the middle ground in this argument that I am just now learning is an argument um, might be that, like, which of these two movies is revitalizing the discussion on on like, creating more interesting Predator movies and and adding to the the franchise that you like to watch and uh, write detailed Wikipedia articles about um, on fan wiki or whatever. Like Wait. this one is Prey is Predators did not create a dialogue about. The Predator franchise. It was in 2010, and the next Predator movie is a trash heap. There's no one watching Predators and saying, this makes me think that they could do so much, so many more different things with Predator, and they need to make a bunch more. Right. They might have just been like, I like this. It's like a different, a slightly different take on the first one. And then, like, if you go to, like, if we're really battling it, I don't care, by the way, like what, which one is better as a sequel. Like, I think everyone can have their preference on what yeah, a good th- Predator that's movie not really. Is. Yeah. But like, if you're even going to like Predator 2, for instance, like, yeah, it's a unique take, but no one left Predator 2 being the, the Predator 2 wasn't the movie where people were like, we need more Predator movies. 
it's Predator 1 where people are like, wow, we could do this in so many other ways. Let's do that over time. So, like, people don't need to depend, uh, defend Predator 2 and Predators in terms of their legacy. Because, like, they exist and it was fun that they did it. But they, it's not going to change. Now, we, you're right, Nick. Now there's going to be a bunch. Of, I bet they're going to well, go for a bunch viable. of historical ones. Yeah, It's viable. Yeah. It's it's now been this it's establishes <laughs> this. <laughs> this is I think this establishes rebooting this franchise in this way or in a different way as viable. And the other ones did not do that. AVP didn't do that. Yes, it has a sequel, but it's even worse than the first one. Like Predators didn't do that. You went eight years and then they released The Predator. And again, I cannot stress this enough. That movie is a dumpster fire. It is awful. Yeah. This movie establishes rebooting this really cool idea as something that is commercially viable. So they will do it again. 100% guarantee they will do something in this franchise again. And it will be a decent director. And it will be... Um, there'll be some care taken, or it'll be another dumpster fire, and then they won't make another one for eight years. Yeah. And then Shane Black will take it, and he'll put Olivia Munn in it, and she'll be the world's most, um, well, you know, known. I mean, one whatever. could technically argue that they're just always going to do it again, because even if it was eight years, they still came back and did it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now a director might be like, oh, you know what? Trachtenberg did a really cool thing. I want to do that. Yeah. I think that I it's going to become that like- was a discussion prior to this movie. I don't think so either, and that's kind of my ultimate point for it. That's why I'm giving it a five out of seven. Like I think it's slightly above average, um, and it's. I think its legacy is only going to grow I over just time. Just the fact that it has a, it's a it's a movie in the Predator franchise. They get good critical reviews. Wait, that's it for Prey. We've like moved through for all Prey. of it now, right? Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Sorry. Very long winded. <laughs> and, and to be fair, with all that, like the legacy. First of all, legacy is like usually pretty objective but like this is the most subjective take yeah, that we, we can have on one, it so yeah. like people that love the predator franchise and like this this doesn't hold merit to that like that's great as well and i don't mean to shit on that i'm just it's just i'm me yo no i mean i think it's really interesting like i was gonna say while you guys were talking about all of that i think like fandoms in general are really fascinating body mm-hmm. when it comes to these types of movies like there are so many very small budget like young adult fantasy films that have been made that have never made it anywhere because critically they were like botched like people hated them but like the fandom was like i need more you know like i want more of this like i just feel like there's a difference between content that studios can create that's going to be profitable enough for them to continue to make it for all audiences and what like a fandom really wants out of (laughs) out of the movies And I think it's just not super fair for the fandom to expect that, like, everyone's going to love the same thing that they do exactly. and that they're not going to try to do a little bit better. <laughs> and speaking of doing better, Prey wins with a score of 60 Ooh. to Predators 35. Shocking. Wow. 60 <laughs> out of 70? That's yeah. sick. I mean, what was right? Predators? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Oh, sorry. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. <laughs> Two. Sorry, like the no, Oscars, Moonlight versus La La Land. It's not 60. Sorry. It's 54.5. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. To 35. Yeah, because it didn't get any sevens or anything. But No, I did a weird thing. I, I, didn't, if, I don't know why. If you got that. through this whole episode and you haven't seen Prey, like, I recommend <laughs> it. Um, Layla. Yeah. Hi. 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, both very, uh, both good ways to spend your Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Speaking both of worth a watch. recommendations, I mean, obviously see Prey Ooh. if you haven't and you got through this whole episode, but also watch like the Predator franchise. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Please watch 10 Cloverfield Lane. That movie is like, yeah. I, I know there's yeah. a lot of people that love it, but like that movie's still slept on. And I would it recommend is Legion so as well if you want to yeah. know a little bit more about what Amber Mid Thunder's been up to. And I recommend watching anything that she does in the future because she's kind of awesome. She's fucking dope. Um, I also would recommend, um, I was thinking about with 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, I, I like, I kind of really like like monster movies that they're like, very subtly showing the monsters. So there's this movie called Monsters with uh, Scoot McNary, who's Scoot. We love Scoot. Yeah, friend of the pod, Scoot McNary. <laughs> we wish, dude. The guy that's in every movie is a friend of the pod. Um, uh, but I, I really like that movie, Monsters, and it kind of slipped under the radar. And it kind of has like a Trachtenberg type feel. I can't remember who does that one. It might be Trevorrow, which would make me not like it as much. The guy who does the Jurassic world movies, but um, yeah, I just think like it's so fun to look for these sci-fi action movies. that are a little gritty and just like, like kind of like random one-off type ones. And this one was like, Prey was like a real delight. Like it was a nice thing to come out this year. Love Um, it. Nice. All right. Well, we did it. Gabe, do you want to plug some shit? Yeah. Plug some shit, dude. Plug this. Um, <laughs> go follow us on Instagram. Uh, look up Facing Off Pod. Let us know if you think we're stupid and that Predator 2 or AVP is actually the best, or the second AVP one, which I can't remember what it is. Uh, uh, I think, didn't we one time want to do Alien Aliens versus, versus Predator aliens versus Aliens versus Predator? Predator. Yeah, versus I still want to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but you can find us there um, and on Twitter, uh, Facing Off Pod, and you can uh, follow us by sending us an email to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you're on Letterboxd, speaking of Letterboxd, uh, go follow me. My name is Gabe underscore Siegel on that. Shout uh, out. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I I do a review for almost every single movie I watch, uh, goofy and he's or great otherwise. At it. I think my prey one is pretty fucking That's funny, good. and I actually think my body's 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 one is a Gen Z masterpiece. Uh, <laughs> and I, I really like that movie too. It's not a Gen Z masterpiece, but my review of it was. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what we're doing the next episode, but we'll let y'all know. So you better follow us. All right, now let me um, let me interpret that into Yaucha. Okay. <laughs> Sick. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.